0: Okay, sweet, sweet. Good morning. How is everybody today? Okay, so Rob was talking about how, you know, y'all have heard some great messages here lately, and I want to touch up on that. Uh, There was a couple weeks ago that I was here, and Rob, he brought a great message, beautiful message, and during that message, he, sorry, I have a lot of stuff. Um, it's not for you to sleep. It's for the message. Okay, well, uh, in his message, he mentioned about him speaking in front of greatness, and he brought up my name. And I'm really humbled that Rob likes to think of me like that. But I just want to give a round of applause to Rob for his message is great. Rob is greatness. Everything he do is greatness. Thank you, Rob. Okay, so... Now this message is kind of all over the place, kind of like I am right now, trying to figure out where everything is. So, okay, I think we're good. Okay, so there's this blind man, right? Okay, He's walking down the street. He he had the stick, okay? And he, he had these friends, you know. There was a blonde one, there was a taller brunette one, then there was, you know, a little shorter brunette one with some curly hair. Okay, well, this blind man, he decides that he wants to, he, he goes to this, you know, his Christian uh, store that he goes to every morning. These three friends decide they want to play a prank on him. So, as he's walking down the street, he's on his way with a stick, right? Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so he's walking past this store. They hang, they hang three balloons down. Now, one of these balloons is filled with cologne. One of them sprayed or filled with, you know, rotten milk. And another one, you know, is filled with, you know, some skunk spray. Okay, so they, they hang it down, but this blind man, he's, he's walking, he's walking. He, he doesn't see them. He just walks straight past them. And so these three friends come up to him. And he, they're like, so you, you didn't see them? He's like, of course I didn't see them. What do you think? I'm blind. He was like, do you think I was going to smell them either? He's like, one, they're in balloons. You're not going to smell through the balloon. And he says, and two, when y'all didn't know, I traded them all out for water. So why don't you go pop them and actually see for yourself? So these three friends, they take the balloons, you know, convinced that they're filled with water instead of rotten milk, cologne, you know, and some skunk spray. So they pop them. And they get covered in all three of these things. And this blind man walks up to him. He's like, I'm the blind one, but y'all the blind ones that didn't see my prank. So, you know, these three people, they're like, okay, we're going to get payback. So, as they're walking past, you know, he's heading to this Christian store that he goes through every day. They walk it off with smells that is just not used to him. However, he's blind, he's going, he gets to the door, right turn, just walks straight in. Now, these three people, they're sitting there, and they're like, how did he know where he was going? We took him to a different spot, we dropped him off, yet he found his way back. And so they get in there, and they go to ask him, and he's just sitting there listening to the music, and he says, I might be blind, but I can always find my way to Jesus. I might be blind, but I will always know my way to Jesus, that Jesus guides me, and no matter where I am, no matter how far I am, I will find my way to Jesus. Okay, so I need three volunteers. Um. Boy Scout, thank you, thank you. Um, Jim, can I borrow you for a minute, too? Of course, of course. And Rob, I'm going to have to ask you to come back up here, sir. Okay, so I'm going to have y'all three stand over here. Boy Scouts, stand right here. You can start off with the pillow. Jim, just stand right in front of those flowers. Rob, stand about right here. Okay, don't worry, I don't have balloons, so Um, what y'all are going to do, y'all are going to pass this pillow back and forth until I say stop. What everybody else is going to do, y'all are going to count every toss. I want you to, I want to know how many tosses they get with those pillows before I say stop. Okay? Would you like to play, you know, Jeopardy? Okay, sweet. Okay, go. Stop. Okay, can we get a round of applause for these three kind fun of poses right here? Okay, so thank you, thank you. Here you go, you might need this. Okay, so who knows how many tosses they got? What'd you say? 49, wow. We got 40. we got she got 50. Okay, well, I can say one thing, you know, tossing at about one toss per second at about, for about, you know, 49 seconds, they probably got about, you know, at least more than one. Okay, so I do have a question. During that, I held up some signs. How many of you saw the first sign? We got one right there. Okay, how many of y'all saw the second sign? Okay, there's a little more right there. The second sign says, did you miss the first sign? And finally, how many of you saw this last sign? It says, too late now. So, we had one person that saw the first sign. Did you know what the first sign said? Amen, yes. The Bible, it says, Jesus loves you. Here you go, Mom. You can have this. Okay. So I just wanted to show the importance of this, okay? So Rob kind of mentioned how, you know, my girlfriend is blind, and I do agree with that. You know, I I think Miss Mary's a little blind back there too. But today, my message is over blindness, okay? And I hate to say it, people have become blind to their faith. And the worst thing is that they have become blind to this blindness. They do not understand that they are blind to their faith. They think that, you know, just by going to church, just by talking to their friends, just by, you know, praying once in a while, that they, you know, are continuing on with their faith. Yes, they're still showing that they're they're faithful to God, but they're not doing it all the time. They're not aware that they're taking this time away from God to focus on other priorities. So, what do I mean by this? You know, people are focused on everything around them rather than focusing on their religion. They're focusing on everything around them rather than putting their religion into their everyday life. So, if you don't believe me, I can give you some reasons, you know, some major issues to why people are blind to this, okay? First, we're going to look at some major societal issues. First is politics. Election year, so many people are, you know, observed on watching the news. Um, so, you know, they might watch some new news instead of go to their, you know, morning book study. Do You have their extra 10 minutes of quiet time that they have every morning. So many people are focused on looking at all the political stuff over here that they're forgetting about all their religious stuff over here. Second one, coronavirus. That's one that's recent. School's getting shut down. I've known some churches that have kind of closed down. Just go strictly online. Okay? I, my, the conference I was going to in New York got shut down. So, because everybody is focused on what could happen. Focused on all the bad stuff with this coronavirus. They're not focusing on the good stuff that can happen when you have Jesus in your life. And so those are some major societal issues. Now we can look at some more personal issues. So first, your family economic situation. Next, sickness. Three, work, and four, family issues. Now I'm not saying anybody in here is struggling with these. Everybody in here could be living you know, perfect life. You know, everything's not out of the ordinary. They're on track with God. But these are four common things that people put before their other times. That they're focusing on this stuff rather than the religious stuff. They're blinded by all these struggles that they're facing with all these. They're blinded by everything that's happening to them, every adversity that's facing them. But yet, they're blinding themselves to everything that's possible through God. Okay? So now, I want you to close your eyes. Okay? Now think. Picture yourself in your ideal world. It can be with your grandma's cookies, Grandma's deviled eggs, because you know those are my favorite. Um, it can be with your significant other. You can be at a pet shelter with all the dogs. Okay? It can also be with your family. Whatever you want. Now pick three items to have with you. I'll give you a couple seconds for that. Remember, these three items can be an animal. It can be a simple idea. Or it can be a, it can be a special person who's not physically there with you right now. Okay, keep your eyes closed, but remember those items. Now picture yourself in this scenario. You're homeless, you do not have a change of clothes, you have no money, you have no food. Now I want you to pick three items. It can be the exact same items, it can be a million dollars, it can be a button you press that gives you a house a dog, a family, everything that you need, right there. It can even be someone who can who can teach you to love, who can teach you to care, or can teach you to find yourself. Okay. I'll give you a couple seconds for that. Okay, now open your eyes. Don't raise your hands, but just think to yourself. How many of you either put God, Jesus, your Bible, or any other religious thing in one of those three items in either scenario. Okay, so today in society, people are more focused on what's going good on their life rather than believing in God. But they're also more focused on all these struggles and blinding themselves to all the possibilities that they have through God. And I will say that over and over again. That kind of leads into my next point. Whenever you, there's something that you want, when there's something that you, uh, in a speech, in a message that you want people to understand, that you want people to comprehend, that's, that you think is important, you say it over and over and over again. So first we're going to look at uh, John 12, 40. He has blinded their eyes and hardened their heart, lest they see with their eyes and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. So right here we, we read that People become blind, and their hearts are hardened when they lose that sight of God, okay? However, God never leaves you. He is always there for you. He's always there to help you, to guide you, to heal you, okay? Now let's look at Isaiah 6.10. Okay, make the heart of this people fat, and make their ears heavy, and shut their eyes lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. Here, here, oh, I'm sorry about that. Here, we read almost the exact same thing that we read in John. Like I said, this is no accident. When I'm preparing a message, when I'm preparing a speech, I repeat things over and over again to show the importance. This is just two verses in two completely different books of the Bible, that God says the exact same message. Not word for word, but he comes across with the exact same message. And for some further recognition, um, it's right here. The Bible says, do not be afraid 365 times. It talks about hope 130 times. And third, it talks about God's love Three hundred and ten times. Okay? So now since that we've looked at what happens when you lose that side of God, you're, you become blinded. Your heart starts to harden. However, there's a way for you to get out of that. There's a way for you to push through that. Okay? So now we're going to turn to Proverbs 3, 21 through 23. Okay? So it says, My son... Never lose sight of God's wisdom and knowledge. Make decisions out of true wisdom. Guard your good sense, and they will be life to your soul. They will be life to your soul, okay? And find jewelry around your neck. Then each one of your steps will land securely on life's journey, and you will not trip or fall. That says, then each one not just one, but each one of your steps will land securely on your life's journey, and you will not trip or fall. Okay? I'm not saying that life's going to be perfect. Life's going to be nowhere near perfect. But I guarantee you that if you keep your sight on God, life will be so much easier for you. I guarantee you that if you keep your sight on God, that No matter how many, you know, turns, you know, sharp turns, corners, you know, flips, everything that you're taking in your life, God's going to be there to help you see that straight path. God's going to help you know that no matter what you're going through, that no matter what struggle, any adversity, that he is there for you. He's there to help you. He's there to guide you. And he is there to strengthen you up. And you see, I also mentioned that he is there to guide you. He's there to build you up, strengthen you and lead you to do his will, okay? I mentioned that just previously with that last verse, talking about if you have your sight on God like that. Don't get me wrong. If you're blind, he's doing the exact same thing. God's always there for you. I say this over and over again. Show that importance. God is always there for you. Okay, so like I said, when it comes to a speech, I I like to say things over and over again to show that importance, like, I'm a pretty good-looking preacher up here, if I might say so myself. You show that importance, you come to the other side. I'm a pretty good-looking preacher up here, if I might say so myself. Okay, we got some chuckles right there. We can see that, you know, I'm not a good-looking preacher. Let's see about this one. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. Rob, God loves you. Yes. God loves you. You see, speaking over and over about one specific thing just shows the importance. Now we're going to go look at Ephesians 2.10. Oh, wrong page. Okay. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I'm going to repeat that again. Say it to the other side of the room. For we are his workmanship, creating in Christ for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Okay? You see, God has given every single one of us a path to righteousness. Rob, you have a path to righteousness. Boy Scout, you have a path to righteousness. I have a path to righteousness. Even Laureline back there has a path to righteousness. Okay? You see... God has this way of working through us. God has this way of just like building us and leading us to do his will. Now, if we're blind, I'm not going to say that it's impossible for us to get there. But I will tell you that it is hard. You're going to be stuck between a, you know, a rock and a hard place right there. And like I said, because we read, uh, all things are possible through Christ. You read that over and over again in the Bible. You can walk into a church and that's one of the first things people may say to you. You can walk in the school. That's Philippians 4.13. So it's on probably like 50% of every letterman. Okay? But like I said, it's going to be hard. If, if you are blind, it is going to be hard. However, if you take the opportunities that Jesus gives you, if you focus on everything that he puts on your life, and you focus your life onto him, it'll be easier for you to get out of that rock in that hard place. It'll be easier for you to know, like, turn to Superman, give a little right hook to that rock, give it a little donkey kick to that that hard place right there, you'll be good, okay? Because God's got you. No matter what, God has your back. Now, okay. So this love right there, I want to talk about love for a minute. Everybody here knows the song Reckless Love, okay? I may have mentioned this before. I've most definitely mentioned this before. Reckless love. What does that song mean? Some of my friends despise this song because they think this song is saying that God's love is reckless. But I disagree with them. I think this is one of the most beautiful songs that I've ever heard, okay? It's not talking about how God's love is reckless. It's talking about how God is reckless with his love. We sin every day. We push ourselves away from God every day. Some people become blind to this but yet there's these others who are full focused on him. God, he can destroy this world, create a new one in a snap. He can create a one where there's, there's no pain, there's no sickness, there's no struggles. That we all live in the straight path to righteousness. The same path, the path of God. God gave us the decision. He gives us the ability to choose. Not because he just wants us to help others get to him. Not just because, you know, he wants us to be in heaven. Not just because he made us who we are. But because God loves us. God wants a loving, respectful connection between us. Not just between me and him, but between me and my brother and him. Between me, my brother, and my mom and him. Between me, my brother, my mom, Rob, and him. Okay? God, God loves that connection. He gives us the ability to choose. He gives us the ability to choose to lead others, to lead others out of their blindness over here, to lead others into the light, open their eyes, open their hearts, their minds, their souls, so that they can see God. They can see the light at the end of the tunnel. They can see what God's going through them. Okay? I think I skipped a little point over here. got off topic but like i said this love that god has for us it endures forever no matter how far you drift away no matter how far you pull yourself to god over here you know give that little lasso hook it and pull yourself no matter how close no matter how far god loves you no matter how close no matter how far god's working through you no matter how close no matter how far god's working to get you closer God wants that connection with you, okay? So we are going to read, um, okay, I totally missed it, Jeremiah 29, 11. We read, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. This verse is one of the most important verses to me. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, like, okay, all these verses in the Bible are important. Every single one of these that I have written down, every single one that I have highlighted, but this verse can be portrayed in so many different ways. And that is just one reason why I like about that. Okay, I've used this verse in a message talking about opportunities. Those opportunities lead to love. They lead to that religious success that I talked about. Okay, but here, I'm not talking about that religious success. Yes, you will gain that. By looking through these verses, by keeping that sight on God. See, God loves us, and He has a plan for us, these plans not to harm us, but to give us hope and a future. And that's, that's where it ties back to that righteous path, that path of righteousness. See, God loves every single one of us. Just recap on this. God loves every single one of us, not for some specific reason. But God loves us. He made us who we are for a reason. He gave us all gifts. Gifts to speak, to play music, whether it's with computers, games, ranching, farming. God gave us all special gifts and he gives us the ability to choose to use them because he wants this loving connection with us. So we read in 1 John 4:12. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another and God abides in us, And his love is perfected in us. You see, this verse talks about no one seeing God. However, we see God every day. We might not physically see him right here. Kind of what I was thinking back whenever, you know, those three items that you get to keep with you. We may not see him physically right here as a person standing right in front of us every single day. We don't wake up in the morning. And hear God or see God standing right there, tapping us on the shoulder. Hey, hey, yo, Jose, wake up. We don't see that. But what we do see him, we see God in ourselves. We see God in others. We see God in love. So I want you to use that love that God's given you to show it to others. It is through love that we see God. It is through love that others see God through us. And long for a connection that we have with God. And strive for that same connection that we have with God. It is through that love that we say it is well with our soul. That it is well with our life. That just in general, it is well. Okay? So, I'm going to ask Mr. Bowers to play something on the piano for me. Yes, ma'am. Okay. For this part, you can stay seated. You can stand up. You can take a knee. But I want you to know that this right here is a time for you to open up. I want you to open your eyes, open your heart, open your mind, open your soul. Let that love that God's giving you fill you up. Fill this place with the Holy Spirit, okay? And so maybe you're in a place right now where where you can't say that it is well. Maybe you are in a place right now where you don't want to say, that it is well. But right here, right now, we are going to speak it anyway. We are going to declare it with our hearts, our minds, our souls, our voices, that it is well. And we are going to align ourselves in the path of Christ and say, it is well. So please stand, stay seated, or take your knee. But I just want you, repeat after me, please. So, it is well, Lord. It is well, and you are in control. No matter what I am going through, God is there for me. No matter what I'm going through, I am unstoppable. With God on, my side, I am God on my side, I am unstoppable. Through every battle. Through every, battle, through every adversity. Through every, adversity through, every struggle, through every struggle. Through every success. Through every, success, through every, victory, through every victory. It is well. It is well. God, is God is not done yet. He is still using me. Still using me. To touch others to touch myself, to give people the insight to love, to lead others to that path and clear their blindness. There are greater things still at hand. I am loved. I am strong. I am faithful. I have hope, I have, hope. I, have I have support, I have God on my side. I will not hold back. What God has in store for me, I will not hold back. Through any obstacle or adversity, I have God on my side. And it is well well. with my soul. Okay. So, do you all feel that right now? Okay. So, last night, I, I literally almost cried writing this message. I almost cried just writing the notes about this message. And that's just because God touched me. God, this is the words that God wanted me to focus on right now. That right now, my voice isn't my words. What right now is I'm letting God work through me. And if this isn't for me. I, yes, I love preaching, but I'm not standing up here for me. I'm standing up here for God. I'm standing up here for his love. I want him to shine through me so that y'all can see. Whether y'all are blind or not, I want y'all to see everything that God has in store for you. And man, this feeling right now, Okay, I've never felt, I haven't felt this way since the very first message that I ever gave. Yes, I always get nervous, but this right now, I I feel so energized right now, okay? But you see, all of this is possible because we opened our hearts. We opened our eyes, our minds, our souls, not just to the word, not just to one specific thing, but we, we opened it up to just Jesus Christ, God, the Holy Spirit in general, everything that they offered, we opened ourselves up for that, okay? So just to recap on everything, I talked about how people miss the signs. And I kind of had some signs and some people did miss them, okay? Then we talked about how because of this, because people are so focused on one thing that they are blind to every single thing that God gives them. And one of these specific things that God gives you is love. And through this love is where you can find your path to righteousness. And not just find your path to righteousness, but help you lead others to their path of righteousness. And not just for you, but for everybody to say, through no matter what, it is well with my soul. Okay. So, I want you to take this feeling with you today. Take this feeling with you throughout the rest of your life. And I want you to share it with others. Whether it's you're at United eating food, share the love that you have with Christ. Share the love that Christ has for you with others. I want you to give this feeling. Like, I want to jump right now. I feel like doing a backflip. But I want you to take, take this spirit, take this love that you're feeling right now, this energy, and spread it. Give it to other people. Okay? So now comes the point in the message where if you want to ask Jesus to, you know, accept Jesus as your personal Savior, if you just want to, you know, step up and, you know, kind of like rededicate yourself, rededic- come up here and rededicate yourself to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, or if you just want to come up here for the first time, or even if you just want to come up here and become a new member of the church or something like that, I ask you to, okay? So, and I promise that this will be the best decision in your life that you ever made. Okay? It is the invitational hymn is He Touched Me and He is Lord. The first one is Praise Folder 29 and then the Hymnal 71.